Hello, and welcome to the Balance Wealth Podcast. My name is Gavin DeStasi, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about divorce financial planning. It's a relatively new area of expertise in the divorce field, but has quickly become a valuable piece of the puzzle for many couples going through a divorce, and is something that we specialize in here at Topel and DeStasi Wealth Management. When you think about it, it seems natural that a financial specialist might be needed to aid in a divorce case since the division of assets is one of the most important and often most contentious components in a divorce. But the fact is that until relatively recently, very few were ever utilized. That's changing and more and more couples, attorneys and mediators have come to realize the potential benefit of having this kind of expertise on the team particularly those utilizing some form of alternative dispute resolution like mediation and collaborative divorce. Obviously, we think it's a valuable service, and one interaction I had recently I think helps to illustrate some of the reasons why. A few months ago, I met with a new client who told me she had recently become divorced and was looking for some help figuring out a path forward financially. She had been a stay-at-home mom since her children were born, and despite having earned an advanced degree before getting married and previously having held a few very good jobs, had become quite detached from the family finances in the years leading up to her divorce. As the divorce was proceeding, she had been able to land a good job once again, so she was in a better position from an income standpoint and getting back on her feet than many of the spouses we consult with post-divorce. But she was feeling a bit overwhelmed in her new life what with essentially being a single mom with a full-time job and very little experience handling all of the financial decisions for the first time, so she felt like she needed a little bit of help. This is not an uncommon feeling, despite the fact that she was ahead of the game. According to a study by Allianz Life called Women, Money, and Power, Empowered and Underserved, 50% of divorced women admit to being so overwhelmed with their responsibilities post-divorce that financial planning seems an impossible task in their lives. Obviously, this is a problem for for many people, but at least my new client was taking the time to get some help and try to plan for her future financial life, so that was a good thing. As the meeting went along, I asked some standard questions to get a better sense of how the settlement process had gone and how they had come to their arrangements, and also asked if she had used a divorce financial planner to help her assess the settlement options that had been presented to her. She had never even heard of a divorce financial planner and said there was only one settlement offer presented to her, which had seemed fair, and so she agreed. Her only advice on the matter came from her attorney when she told him she was planning to accept the offer and asked what he thought. He said it looked fair to him as well, and that was pretty much that. As I dug a little deeper, what I heard was quite a bit more alarming. The couple was lucky in that they had substantial assets, but when she explained the division in more detail, it became clear to me that they were unaware of a number of factors, particularly tax issues, that would have had an impact on the settlement had they understood them. One example was how they agreed to allow her to keep the family home. It was all well-intentioned, as the husband wanted the children to be able to continue to live in the family home post-divorce. But the way they structured the division ignored the tax implications entirely. Essentially, they had the house appraised, they subtracted the outstanding mortgage balance to get to the value, which makes sense. However, in order to offset that amount received by the wife, they allocated an equal amount to the husband out of their joint savings account. Sounds fair, right? Well, the problem is that the house and the savings account have different tax treatments in the event that they are liquidated. If she were to sell the house, she would have to pay capital gains tax on any amount above the cost of the house plus improvements when she did. She would be entitled to an exclusion of $250,000 since it's her primary residence, but any amount of gains above that would be subject to tax. Whereas the savings account is cash and is subject to no taxation except as interest is earned. 
Therefore, while this arrangement seemed fair and that an equal amount had been allocated to each spouse, the reality was that the difference in tax treatments meant that was far from the truth. It seems clear that the process of dividing assets were the only source of guidance and support in assessing the complexities of the various financial decisions during divorce come from the attorneys for each spouse is problematic at best. Particularly when you consider how costly the divorce process is already, it seems incredible that so many divorcing couples and the attorneys that represent them choose to allow these decisions to be made without the help of a professional. And what's clear is that many of them eventually regret it. The fact is that many divorce attorneys are simply unable to keep up with the increasing complexities of the financial implications of divorce, which range from short-term taxation issues, as with my recent client, to longer-term financial and retirement planning issues. A study by the Institute for Divorce Financial Analysts revealed that 75% of respondents felt that a divorce financial analyst would have been helpful in their settlement negotiations. In the same study, 45% of those people who were litigating their divorce felt unprepared for financial negotiations, and 40% of those mediating their divorce felt the same way. And what we have seen in practice since entering the divorce financial planning field is that not only do the clients have substantially better outcomes when including a financial professional as part of their divorce team, but the attorneys are grateful to have that aspect of the process removed from their list of responsibilities. The divorce attorneys have enough on their plate as it is, and by removing the burden of assessing the financial implications of different settlement options, something most aren't qualified to do anyways, it allows them to focus on their job and area of expertise, writing the agreement and managing the legal process. For my new client, it was far too late to do much about the divorce settlement she had agreed to, but we have worked very hard to get her on a path of sustainability and help her manage her financial responsibilities so that she doesn't feel nearly as overwhelmed as anxious as she did before. Through the years, and long before we ever decided to focus on providing divorce financial planning services here at Topel and Dastasi, we saw the same thing play out time and time again as we met with clients. So many of them came to realize after it was too late that the decisions they made and the choices they were faced with during their divorce proceedings were much too big and too impactful in the long run to make cavalierly. It is precisely the reason we decided to get into this area of planning to begin with, so that hopefully we can help folks make those assessments with clarity and confidence and the understanding of how each choice will affect them now and in the future in order to eventually recover into a post-divorce life of health and stability.